Welcome to the Weight Loss and Women Professionals podcast. I'm your host, certified life and weight loss coach and physician, Dr. Amruti Chowdhury, MBBS. I lost over 92 pounds using the mind management tools I teach. In this podcast, you will learn how to lose weight for the last time by taking control of your mind. Once you deal with the mental weight, the physical weight will be much easier to release. If you're ready for a fresh new perspective on weight loss, you're in the right place. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's podcast. I was thinking about, okay, what should I bring to you this week? And I was thinking that I have been recently working on my relationship with my youngest, Vire. He is five years old and he has a spicy personality and I know that actually I've tried the shouting, I've tried the screaming, I've tried the disciplining, I've tried the being patient and in this journey I have figured out a way that really works and let's be honest (laughs) I don't always do this because I'm human and sometimes I will shout and scream and after I've asked him something for the 10th time I am going to lose my cool, right? So I just wanted to start off with that because I didn't want anyone to think that, you know, I have to be perfect at this or anything like that. And if this is you as well, you definitely don't need to be perfect at this. But I just wanted to offer it to you because sometimes when I'm talking on the podcast, you may think, oh, how does Amruti have it all figured out? And I just wanted to keep it real and say, I'm figuring it out. And there's never a time where you have fully figured everything out because every time you find out more and more about that same issue and you just dive in deeper and deeper, which is why I always say about weight loss that you never have it fully figured out. You're always going to overeat sometimes, even as a weight loss coach. I overeat sometimes. Um, it's much less than before, but I still do overeat. And I was, previously I used to shame myself about that. And now I'm like, oh, this overeat is there for a reason. I know exactly why this is happening because I'm going to go in deep. I'm going to do a dive deeper worksheet. I'm going to do my evaluation and I'm going to see, ah, I'll figure out what is food solving for me right now, which is really fun to be honest. So where was I? What was I talking about? Oh yeah. So I was talking about, I, in my own self coaching and coaching with my coaches, I've really been working on my relationship with Vire and I'll give you um, an idea of the kinds of things that come up so that you can relate to other things that may be going on in your house or in your life. Oh, and before we start, I just wanted to let you know, as you know, I love recording podcasts in the bath because this is when I get my my most amazing ideas. So as you know, you may hear some running water. I've tried to turn off the fan so it doesn't distract you guys too much. But I don't edit these podcasts. And the reason being is I want you to hear me in my imperfection. I want you to hear my ums and ahs so that you know that 
this is just me keeping it real and speaking to you from my heart and giving you my wisdom from what I have learned in my journey, from what I have learned from my coaches, from um, hopefully in a way that will resonate with you. Okay. So if this isn't for you, like if you get distracted by the, you know, the other sounds, or if you want it to be polished and a perfect podcast, unfortunately, this isn't going to be for you. But I do promise that you will get some amazing content and um, you will be able to interpret a situation that may be quite tough for you in a way that is different. Okay, so let's get started. So I've been working on my parenting of Vire for a long time, probably since he was born because he's five years old and he's completely different to Vivan. Vivan's seven years old and he was like a chilled baby. Um, he generally like listened to what we said, like, of course, you know, he's going to be rebellious sometimes. That's completely amazing. You know, he's amazing the way he is, but it was very different parenting Vire because Vire has a personality where he knows exactly what he wants. And when he doesn't get it, then normally there's a meltdown or there's a big tantrum. And a tantrum is when, you know, he will kick and scream. Um, but generally he comes out of that quite quickly. But a meltdown, which he has quite often, is when you really try and reason with him and nothing you say works. And basically he is unable to regulate his nervous system. And it can often take hours. It can often be situations where we're actually late to school well, it's happened once anyway, where we've been late to school because we were just unable to get him to get ready, basically. No matter what we tried, it just didn't work, okay? So a meltdown is when he doesn't come round, when every, anything you try just doesn't work and you just got to give him some time. So I was thinking about Every morning, he wouldn't want to go to school or to preschool even when he was in preschool. And I would get cross at him thinking, why doesn't he want to go? Like, what's wrong with him? And I say this feeling quite guilty as a mum, right? Because I did have these thoughts and I was like, what is wrong? Like, do I need to get him seen? Could there be something, you know, else going on? Could he have, you know, some sort of, like, could he have... Asperger's or, you know, could there be something else going on? But I realized that the reason he was doing this was because his need wasn't getting met, whatever that need was. And normally for him, it was to be heard. And I can understand from his point of view, because he has an older brother. At that point, his older brother was much more vocal, could say what he wanted. And so for Vire, it was probably a a stand to have things his way because he wanted to exert some power or some authority over the situation. And so I realized with him that he just preferred home. He loved home so much that actually going to another environment like preschool or school, he would take a long time in the mornings. He wouldn't want to listen to anything that you say. You know, everything was a tantrum or a big deal. And so I would be calm for the first 10 times and then I would just shout, right? 
And that would then make things much harder and he wouldn't listen even more. So this would happen day in, day out, day in, day out. And I would get really angry at him. And then I got coached on it once and I was made aware of how I was blaming him instead of taking responsibility for my own actions. Like I was thinking that he was making me shout at him. And even though I know that a a four-year-old at the time can't make me shout, I was in victim mentality because I was just blaming him. And then I would do the same thing again and again and again, and then the cycle would repeat. And on this coaching call, I thought, okay, well, I can't control him. But what I can control is my reaction to him. I can control how annoyed I get. I can control the schedule in terms of, you know, giving half an hour extra in the mornings, just so if anything like this happens, then we have the time to navigate through it. And so when I was able to take control of a situation that completely fell out of my control and do the things that were in my control and focus on what was in my control, everything completely changed. I was able to understand and ask myself, what do I think he may be seeking in this moment? Most of the time it was to be heard. He didn't want me to shout at him and and kind of bark orders at him. He wanted to have a say in what would happen. So that was really hard for me because I described myself as a bit of a helicopter parent where I like my kids to listen to me. I guess all parents are like that, right? We want our kids to listen to us. But then we, like, for me, I used to make it mean something about myself when they didn't listen to me, that maybe I'm failing as a mother or something like that. So when I was able to redefine that to, it's nothing about me, it's about him trying to communicate something to me that he's not able to at the moment. So how can I be a mother who is trying to um, look out for him? trying to consider what could be going on. And when I was able to be curious and be really compassionate with him, I was able to like get him to um, do what I wanted most of the time, actually, but give him some control over his emotions as well. So things like before, when I would say things like, um, why are you still crying? Stop making so much noise, things like that. I was able to say, hey, baby, it's okay. Let it out. I can see that you're feeling angry about this. It's okay. Take your time. My whole approach to him completely changed. And I gave you the caveat of it wasn't always like this. Like sometimes I do still scream and that's normal. But the vast majority of the time I was calm. And that completely stunned me. And I started thinking about what would it be like if I was the same with myself? What would it be like if I tended to my own inner child in the same way that I tend to him? Because inside of me is an inner child, a little um, who is trying to call out for some attention, trying to be heard, wanting to be seen. And that is the reason why I have that primitive brain, right? That little inner child in me is trying to communicate to me that there's some need that is not being met. Is it a need of connection? 
Is it a need of escaping? Is it a need of rest? Is it a need for some water? Is it a need for some food? So when I was able to calm down my and actually feel my emotions when I was dealing with Vire and think about things in a slightly different way, I was able to apply that same method for when I was dealing with my own inner child. And that changed everything. I was able to get curious. I was able to have a bit of fun with her. I was able to change the dialogue that I had with that inner child. So instead of it looking like, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you listening? Like, why can't you just stick to the plan? It was more like, oh, hey, what's going on? How are you? What do you need right now? How can I help you? How can I like make this easier for you? I completely hear what you're saying. And I get it. Of course. Of course you're feeling that way. And so when that inner dialogue changed, my primitive brain or that inner child of of mine was more receptive to the, the conversation because she was being heard. I didn't try and say, no, you're wrong. Don't do it that way. Do it this way. I was more like, hey, I get where you're coming from. This is how you're feeling right now. Of course you're feeling that way. And when she was heard and when she was seen, then she was way more, um, what's the word, open to a negotiation. Same thing with Vire. When I'm able to label what he's feeling and say to him, hey, I know, it must be really hard. Let it out, baby. Scream it out. And, and I'm able to be there with him and love him through it all. He's able to know that all of these emotions are completely fine. I'm able to feel all of these things and I'm still loved. I'm still accepted for having these big emotions. So the same thing happened with my own self. I feel a lot of anger. And I often feel anger at injustice in the world. Um, often when there's sexism or racism or when I feel that things are unfair. And this is the reason why I'm on this mission, right? Because I want people to learn how to be there for themselves and believe in themselves to create the life that they had never even imagined for themselves and become that version of themselves that is that highest version, that is that truest version of themselves. And I'm like, these tools helped me do that and keep helping me do that. So I'm going to go on a mission to teach people across the world these tools. So this is why I do what I do, right? Because I think that if I'm able to do it, then of course you're able to do it too. So when you are able to like have that conversation with yourself and allow yourself to feel all the emotions, for me, even allowing myself to feel angry, allowing myself to feel the shame, allowing myself to feel the disappointment. And these are the emotions I would normally eat over. These are the emotions that I would normally be like, hey, I just need to escape this because it's too hard. And when I was able to hold space and speak to that inner child, I was able to see what she needed. A lot of the time, the reason I overeat is because I want to escape. I want to escape the situation that I'm in right now. And so when I was able to give to myself the escape 
in a way that didn't need food. Often my escape is going to another room, feeling my emotions. If I am indoors or if I'm in a place, then that's what I normally go and do. If I'm somewhere that I can actually um, go outdoors, I love nature. And so I, one of my escapes is going for a walk in nature. Come rain, shine, snow, whatever is happening. Because I love that fresh feeling um, on my face of the cold air. We're in winter right now, so it's quite cold outside. But I still make sure I go out at least five times a week. I try and aim for every day. But I... If I'm not able to go for some reason, then I don't beat myself up. I aim for about five times a week. And it has really changed my whole life. This one thing has changed everything for me because I was able to give that inner child what she needs. I was able to get down to her level. So normally when I'm with Vire and I'm shouting at him, it doesn't really work, right? Because he thinks that there's a power struggle. So when I'm able to get down to his level, if I'm able to, when I'm able to give him a hug, connect with him, tell him he can take as long as he needs and that I'm going to be there anytime he needs, um, that's when everything changes. That's when he comes around way quicker. So I did the same thing with my own self when I'm like, hey, this is what you're feeling right now. It's completely fine that you're feeling this. Of course you're feeling this. Take your time here. You don't need to rush out a feeling of of, um, escaping from this. It's completely fine. And when I was able to be with myself through all of that, my inner child was heard. And so then I realized I don't have as many urges to go and overeat because I am actually giving myself what I truly want. So the food is not needed to fill that void. Because remember, food is only um, some comfort when we are not giving ourselves what we truly desire, what our brain and body truly want. It may be rest. It may be connection. It may be love. It may be an escape. It may be to get rid of some loneliness. Like whatever that reason is for you, when you can learn how to give that to yourself without needing the food, everything changes. So this is exactly what I do in my group coaching program and my one-to-one coaching. We get to that root cause of what is the food solving for you? Why do we keep going to food to make it better? And it may not be there and then. It may be that something happened earlier in the day and now you want to reward yourself for getting through that that hardship. Or it may be that all throughout the day you've not allowed yourself to rest. So at the end of the day, you rest with food because that's just what your brain has always done. So we get to the root cause of what is your brain and body seeking and how can we give that to you without needing the food? How can we find out what is food solving for you and give that to yourself? How can we learn how to talk to that inner child and heal some of the wounds that have been there? This isn't just about weight loss. This is about building a habit so you are able to eat in a way that fuels you for the rest of your life. So some people say to me, am I going to lose all of my weight in the six months of the group coaching program or the six months in the one-to-one coaching? And I often say you may be able to, it depends on how much um, weight you have to lose, but often that is not the main goal. 
The main goal is to find out what food is solving for you and help coach you on it so that you are able to sustain a habit that can be with you for life. Because this is not a lose the weight in the fastest amount of, um, you know, the fastest period possible because you've done all of those things. They didn't work. You ended up gaining all the weight back and more. And so that's why you're listening to this podcast, because you want to approach it in a different way. You want to approach it in a permanent way. So this isn't about lose weight the fastest. Also, when you drop the need to lose weight fast, that's actually when it comes (laughs) much faster, because you're not assigning your worth to the weight. So if any of this resonates with you and you're like, oh my goodness, what she talks about is so relevant to what I'm going through, I would love to work with her then this is your chance. I have a couple of one-to-one spots open at the moment and the May group coaching program enrollment is going to be opening very soon. I'm going to be opening at the end of this month and I'm going to start off with a five-day challenge. So make sure you save the time in your calendar. It's going to be the last week of March. Save the time in your calendar And then I'm going to open up enrollment to the May group coaching program. There's going to be bonuses for people who sign up straight away. So if you're thinking, yes, I've always wanted to um, join the group coaching program and now is the right time for me, then make sure you get in quickly because there will be bonuses for people who sign up quickly. Okay, so if you would like to find out more information, then go to my website, www.amrutycoaching.com forward slash group to find out more information about the group coaching program. And for the one-to-one coaching, you can visit www.amruticoaching.com forward slash private coaching. I'll put both links in the show notes so you can just click straight from there. If you are listening as this episode airs, currently there's a technical issue with my website and I should be getting that sorted by the end of the week. So if you're not able to get onto my website, don't worry. It is something that I'm aware of. I apologize for any inconveniences. And if you would like to still get in touch with me, you can message me on Instagram at amruti.coaching or on Facebook. My um, Facebook name is Amruti Chowdhury. Okay, I will see you and speak to you all next week. Take care. Bye. For more free resources and for information on how to work with me, visit www.amruticoaching.com. Dot com.